This is Kevin Hildebrand, cantor at Concordia Theological Seminary, Fort Wayne, inviting you to our campus in November for the annual Good Shepherd Institute Conference, November 5th through 7th. This year's conference includes addresses by Brian Spinks, Paul Grimm, and James Busher, and there's excellent music, including a Bach cantata with the Seminary Contorai and a hymn festival at St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For complete details, visit ctsfw.edu slash GSI. John chapter 6. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not labor for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. 
So they said to him, then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus then said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives, gives life to the world. And they said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. Whoever believes in me shall never thirst. O Lord, have mercy on us. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Forgive me for quoting this 1980 country song, but the memory of it rang in my mind again and again as I studied this text. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love in too many faces. Searching their eyes. Looking for traces of what I'm dreaming of. Now before you start humming that tune, too long to yourself, think about this. What was this crowd looking for? All these people were very serious people. And they do a very intentional thing that our text does not show us. But before this time when they talked to Jesus, they had noticed earlier that Jesus, or his disciples, had left on a boat. Jesus was not with them. We know that Jesus met them on the water, the disciples. But they sailed from the northeast side to the northwest side near the city of Capernaum. So what does this crowd do? They get into their own boats and they follow where those disciples went. They're like paparazzi, like a celebrity crazed crowd because Jesus turned five small loaves into enough bread and food to feed over 5,000 people. What were they looking for? A miracle-working king. And yet Jesus omnisciently and precisely informs them of their motives, of their heart, and of their desires. You are looking for me. Not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Then later he adds, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread of heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. 
Jesus is the king, far superior than King David, but far greater than Moses, the great prophet who fed the Israelites in the wilderness. Jesus, the Son of Man, is the Lord of heaven and earth who created all things in heaven and on earth alongside his heavenly Father. He is the Father's begotten Son, the bread of life who satisfies every eternal hunger, thirst, or longing. And here this crowd pursued Jesus for what? their next meal. But Jesus uses this as a very pregnant opportunity to give them far more. Do not work for food that perishes, that's destroyed, but food that endures to eternal life. Ring a little similarly to Matthew 6 where Jesus said, do not be anxious about your life what you will eat or drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. The Heavenly Father never allowed Israel to starve in the wilderness for 40 years. No, every morning he provided a honey crust-like, almost with coriander seed crust on the ground for the people to collect every day and to eat for 40 years. But now Jesus says, look higher. Far beyond earthly bread, look to the food for all eternity. This is why Jesus says much later in this same sermon, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. The crowd's problem is your problem. What are you looking for? When life's problems entangle you and bring anxiety, or when someone gets something that you didn't get, you covet it. And you think, I deserve that. And why is it that we're so eagerly pursuing greener pastures. We lust for grass. What could that grass be? It could be a number of things. It could be food or clothing. It could be bigger houses, bigger cars, all kinds of wealth, which always looks greener on the other side of the fence, but it never really is. In fact, the lust for the insatiable desires of your flesh may immediately taste sweet, but as King Solomon announces in the book of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes again and again, it all ends in death. The fact is, you and I are looking for more than enough today, and we're looking to win the lottery tomorrow. We want the accolades and the praise of others as leaders in the church. And we covet those titles, reverend or doctor, by your name. And while such titles have their ecclesiastical place and academic place, 
They can lead to puffing us up with self-inflation and self-service and a narcissistic destruction. And let me tell you, students here, there is not a pastor here in this room, a fellow brother, who has not known a fellow seminarian or fellow brother pastor whose ministry was destroyed by their flesh. Therefore, your flesh must be drowned and die so that a new you may be raised up today through the truly fresh and gracious waters of your holy baptism. As St. Paul says, set your minds on things above, not on things that are on earth, for you have died. And we've died in baptism. And your life is now hidden with Christ in God. It's literally covered by water, refreshing water. So what Jesus offers us is more than wonder bread that satisfies for a day. Instead, the bread of life, the eternal Son of God and bread of life, gives you something that lasts forever. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus is the eternal manna for your soul. Jesus saves you from eternal hell and eternal death by grace, by his bitter death and his bloody death on the cross. Jesus allowed his body to be sacrificed on the cross, his holy, his holy body, so that he would shed his precious blood in order that you and I may feed on his body and his blood. That's why David so wonderfully rejoices in Psalm 34, which we sang this morning. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Now think about this. If your heavenly Father knows the exact number of hairs in your head, feeds every single bird of the air, and makes every flower of the field bloom in greater splendor than King Solomon, then never forget how much he cares for you. What are you looking for? Look no further. The bread of life has come. In him, you'll never be hungry. In him, you'll never be thirsty. Amen. passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.
I cry to you, O Lord. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. My mouth is filled with your praise. Every day I will bless you. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. He redeems your life from the pit. And crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry unto you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you invite us to trust you for, your, for our salvation. Deal with us not in the severity of your judgment, but by the greatness of your mercy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, look with fervor upon your people in their calling to serve in Christ's name. Give them courage and patience and strengthen them in their Christian vocation of witness to the world and of service to others. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. 